consecration's description. So how do you know if you're consecrated this morning? How, how does God describe this process? Well, he says, number one, look at the second part of verse one. He says that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. That's, that's on the basis of God's mercy. Number one, I want you to present your body. Now, how do you present your body? A living sacrifice, a living sacrifice that is holy, a living sacrifice that is acceptable to God, and a living sacrifice which is your reasonable service. That word reasonable is, is uh, the word that we get the English word logic from. It's kind of like uh, if, if you're looking at a presentation, uh, say a purchase or an investment, and someone lays out all the details, you'd say, well, the only logical response to that you're offering me is, you know, it, it's, you've laid it out so clear. That's the only, I mean, that, that's about the only decision I could see that would be wise, logical. See what Paul is saying? Because of what Christ did on the cross, the only logical response is that we present our bodies a living sacrifice. That sacrifice has to be holy and acceptable because it's offered to God. And that's our reasonable, our logical service. Now, the word service is an interesting word, too. This is one of the most graphic uh, Greek word study verse passages in the Bible. I mean, every word just, it's kind of like fireworks. There's so much in there. This is the word latreia, the word service. It's, it's, it's a worship offerer. Uh, it speaks of a priest that their whole job is, is offering sacrifices in the temple. And, and it's our logical priestly function to not offer somebody else's animals, but to give our body and to leave it as a living sacrifice. So what does this mean? Well, the way God describes consecration is he seeks our life. He wants it completely, and he wants it offered worshipfully. And this section of Romans 12, 1 and 2 overflows with the imagery of the Old Testament, of the temple and of the tabernacle. And that's what God designed. Uh, first, the word present is a technical word for placing a sacrifice right on the altar. Secondly, the word body sums up all the attachments to ongoing life. Our hopes, our plans, our dreams, everything important or precious to us, anything we find fulfilling is attached to our body. And so present your body and everything attached to it that means anything to you in life, present it on the altar. But as a sacrifice, that's the third idea of this second part of verse 1. A sacrifice is a consuming fire, a holocaust from which nothing can be recovered. God wants me to irrecoverably gift him of anything important to me. Gift it to him and put it in his hands. That's, that's what he's saying. That's the imagery. That's the vividness of the words here. How do I offer my life as a sacrifice? Well, in the read through the Bible, there's going to be a lot of days, if you're reading through the Bible this year, that you're reading about all this sacrificial stuff. A lot of people say, oh, you know, it's kind of boring. Well, back up from the boring part and look at the meticulous detail. God did not want just commonplace, ordinary. He wanted us to come in a non-customary way before him to present the offerings in the Old Testament. That's the lesson that, that comes over into Romans 12. Think of it this way. 
The prescribed routine for offering Old Testament sacrifices is reflected by this word present in Paul's wording. And and here's what happened in the Old Testament. Number one, the obedient worshiper determined what God requested from his flock or field. The Lord was very specific what he wanted. So if you were an obedient Old Testament worshiper, you first determined what God said he wanted. That you, you didn't, you weren't like Cain. Cain says, I don't care what God wants, I'm going to give him what I want to give him. God says, no, no. If you want to be obedient, worshipful, holy, acceptable to me, determine what I'm asking for. So that was the first step in the Old Testament. Number two, the, the Old Testament offerer then personally brought to the tabernacle or temple what God said he wanted. So they determined what God wanted, then they brought it to the tabernacle. But it wasn't done yet. They didn't just dump it at the front door. They didn't ship it, you know, FedEx overnight, you know, uh, uh, with a return receipt requested. But thirdly, they presented it personally as an offering. And that's where you get all this Old Testament stuff about placing your hand and, and standing in front of the priest and putting your hand on the offering and presenting it. All of that, the personal connection to the sacrifice was third. But finally, here's the thing we don't even think about. Then after they hugged one last time their pet lamb or after they brought their, their you know, basket that they harvested of the grain offering, they released this possession from any longer being theirs. They didn't have a rope attached to that nice little sheep and they gave it to the Lord and then they walked away and jerked it and it followed them home. They gave it up. So now, think of that. Think of the four steps of offering to God. Determining what he wants, bringing it to him, presenting it to him, and releasing it to him. The Old Testament sacrifices pervade this portrait in Romans 12 of a total, irrecoverable giving away. That's what the whole... I mean, if you want to summarize Exodus and Leviticus, all of the sacrificial as far as the people involvement, it was a total, obedient, irrecoverable gifting and releasing to God. And Paul says, that's how you're supposed to present. But the contrast is, in the Old Testament, the sacrifice was killed and consumed. In the New Testament, the sacrifice lives on, but under new ownership. The explanation is that we are to remain in the state that we present ourselves Look what it says in in verse 1. Present your bodies a living sacrifice. Now look at the next words. Holy and acceptable to God. That's how he wants us to offer. The The essence of consecrated living is to be pleasing and acceptable to God. We consecrate ourselves to his will. We seek his well done. We offer ourselves as his servant.